Good evening, folks. Good afternoon. Good morning. My name is Open Mike Eagle. And this is Secret Skin. I'm a rap artist, and this is a podcast where I uh, interview creatives mostly in the indie rap world because that's where I live. It would be difficult for me to interview people that weren't where I live. When I say it like that, it sounds like I only interview people in my house, which is not true. I've only recently even begun interviewing people in my house. I've interviewed people in moving automobiles, crowded restaurants, and the backs of discotheques. Where's my ward? I greet you with somewhat of a heavy heart today. Uh, Just yesterday, uh, it was announced that rapper Sean Price had passed away. And um, I realize a lot of people who listen to this podcast aren't dialed into the uh, underground indie rap world. But um, this guy was like a legend in our business, in our industry. He was part of a, um, a group called Helter Skelter in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s. It's part of this, this collective called the Boot Camp Click, which contained uh, groups like Black Moon and Smith & Wesson and um, Helter Skelter's, uh, their first album called Nocturnal was a very important album in uh, my hip-hop journey. Uh, was something I connected to. And um, the interesting thing, I mean, not the interesting thing, but one of the um, things that make, that made Sean Price stand out in the crowd was that uh, after their run was over as Helter Skelter, where they, you know, they put out a few albums and um, their popularity kind of peaked, uh, he found a lot of success, like a whole new, uh, a whole new life as a solo artist. Um, he was still with the group. He's still with the Bootcamp Click. He's still Rockwell Helter Skelter. But as Sean Price has started releasing music, I believe in 2004, that was just uh, it was mind blowing. It was brand new energy, and it's and it's it's tough to talk about. For people who don't necessarily value rap the way that I do, because if you just randomly put on a Sean Price song, you're not necessarily going to be like, well, shit, this is genius, you know? I don't know who talks like that, but nobody would if they weren't familiar with rap. But he had a kind of genius in, in that he was completely fearless on the mic. You know, starting when his solo career really started, he would say absolutely anything, whatever thoughts he had on his mind. He would write this stream of consciousness um, verses where he would say things about his career situation, his management. Uh, he would say things about why he just wrote the last bar before that one. It was just real um, emotionally and mentally present stuff. And I'm not sure if that was overtly ever a decision that he made, but um, it was a powerful one. And I think he influenced a lot of people who came behind him. And he was only 43 years old, died in his sleep. Um, I didn't know him personally. He's the kind of person who I imagine at some point he probably would have ended up on this show, though. Um, my buddy Dumbfounded had a, uh, has a web series that Sean Price has appeared on. Shout out to Dumbfounded. Um, but not knowing him personally, I don't really know what his life was like. I, you know, I could imagine he probably lived kind of a hard life. But it's always tough when you think about the fact that you're, you know, your heroes, people you look up to in your art form, can pass away at 43 years old. Like it's like professional wrestler type lifespans, you know. So rest in peace to Sean Price. Shout out the whole boot camp click. On this episode of Secret Skin, uh, we have an interview with Verbi S. Verbs of the Swim Team Hellfire Club. 
I've got a bunch of affiliations with him. He's a good friend of mine. He actually lives down the street from here. Doing his interview was cool. He just like got up one day and hopped on his bike and rolled over. And me and him and his bike had a conversation. But interestingly enough, the night before this conversation took place, um, I went with my trusty recorder to his event that he does called Bananas. It's a it's a rap show that he curates monthly. I've been a part of it. Um, you know, No Can Do has been a part of it. Bus driver. Milo um, it's an extension of the Project Blow and the Project Blow being a long running open mic rap workshop that um, that I know most of the people who I know in LA from from having spent time at this place and becoming part of this Project Blow family Project Blow as a regular event went on every Thursday for about 15 years and um, Bananas is in the same building it's in the same room um, where that took place and in a lot of ways the energy that's present on a bananas night is reminiscent of what it would be like to be at the Project Blow like a lot of people rapping on the street like that was a big a big blow trait the blow characteristic would be people rapping in circles and ciphers and you know that kind of being a way of life so the new generation is a little different in terms of how the music sounds that they're making and I think the new generation is a little bit more fashionable, fashion conscious, kind of living out a different experience space and time wise than um, I did when I was their age but it's interesting to go there once a month, I think it's the third Tuesday of every month and experience that energy. Um, it was an interesting night when I went too because um, Kendrick Lamar the uh, famous rapper um, having become very popular over the last two or three years four years or so he just randomly showed up at Bananas um, not to play or perform or anything but just to show up and kind of peep it out and check it out Um, and he came in very quietly but it caused quite a stir at some point but I just happened to be there I don't go every time but um, I happened to have the idea of the day of that bananas that I wanted to go and get some interviews and have people talk about bananas. One of the people that I talked to was Flaco Siete. He's one of the um he's like from my peer group at Project Load. So he's one of the first people who I clicked with and started making music with when I moved to LA. Um and I got a clip of him talking a little bit about us meeting in Project Blow when I first got there. And here's a here's a bit from Black Siete. I was on your first mixtape. You, me, dumbfounded, no can do. Yeah, that's my joint, man. That's my joint. But yeah, like, I mean, we recorded that around the corner from here. Yeah, that's at the when, old uh, Blow yeah, studio. But you know what? A true story on that was like when y'all came, remember because people used to come in and out of there. Yeah. And, um, I ain't gonna say no names, but somebody that used to be in this, it used to be AC Lone Steel, but somebody used to be in there, used to yeah, be yeah. hot dog in the studio yeah, with some sure. other such shit. I remember. So, like, <laughs> when they would get away, I would try to, like, try to get some songs in. And I right. remember that time, everyone just kept, y'all just kept coming in. It was right. a Thursday. And I'm like, bro, just hop on this. That's just right. hop on this. <laughs> and we did that shit, like, less than an hour. I realized it'd be really great if uh, I had that song to play right now, but I don't. I believe even the version that I put on the mixtape itself was from a scratch CD. So, like, everybody who has a copy of the Premeditated Folly mixtape that had that song on it called Four Horse when there's this little skip noises in it. And they try to pretend like, oh, that was just your CD. No, no, that was all of them. That's a bad idea I had. Anyway, but that was Flacco. That night I walked around Bananas interviewing a lot of people. Uh, I got a bunch of bunch of bits with people talking about bananas um this is a real good bit that i got talking to noah james who's a uh, well-known rapper from out here he's uh he's situated in the inland empire which is about an hour east of la but um he's been out here rapping with us you know at the blow on the west side forever and built his own thing up in the ie and here uh, me and him are talking about kind of like the importance 
of uh, having places like the Blowout and Bananas rap-wise in Southern California. We had foundations, but right. that left. We had building blocks, and I was a part of that. But I look at even Bananas and Ganja K telling me stories of About Project, Project Blowout. Blow yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like he came out when he was doing that. I was his right-hand man at Project Blowout IE on Wednesdays. Word. So he gave me the history and the feelings of of stories of uh, uh, Two Mex and Pigeon John Word. and you know what I mean? Yeah, and them being young, fresh-faced yeah, rappers on the street hanging sick out. Jack and yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. please pass the mic and coming back killing it. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that's I want that for our community. Because where we're from, we don't have a lot of culture, but we have a lot of cultured people. Right. Because the inland is big. Inland is shit. It's but you know what? Southern California, what I've learned is it's all very location-centric, man. Like, when the blow was cracking, like, yeah. there was the lifeblood of the entire hip-hop scene in uh, L.A. And now, like, it's kind of morphed into being the bananas is the thing. Yeah. So it's a, it's a different vibe, but it's kind of like the same beast. You know same, what I mean? Same and vibe. It's, and it's about having a place for everybody to get together and do the thing. And all different type of people. All right. different type of music. It's not just this one genre right. or this one color, this one thing. It's like everyone come here this is how like we as a as a people figure out where the sound goes next mm. you know what i mean like you get different genres together in a spot everybody vibe off everybody else to vibe yes. <laughs> you soak it up and people push forward are you playing here tonight yeah i'm playing tonight okay what time yeah. are you on um i think like 12 15 12 okay. 30 you never know around nah, here now not with young birds man the young vagabond the young vagabond don how many times have you played bananas I played at least two, three times a year. I hear you. For the last six years. There you go. There <laughs> you, go. You, you might you might be the title holder, yeah, man. Like, you might like, be. Every, <laughs> like all the time, man. It doesn't matter. Like I remember I came off the MERS tour in the first right. show. I said, like, oh, I'm gonna do Common Ground. Now man, I'm gonna do bananas. There like you go. this is my this is my second home, yeah, bro. For real. This is this is everything, man. This yeah. is like this is <laughs> like, this is everything to me. Yeah, that was Noah James talking about uh, the importance of community and what Bananas has meant to him. I also talked to Ashley Dominique, who is a uh, female rapper out of Long Beach, but has uh, roots in the Blode and uh, continued roots in Bananas as well. And here's her um, talking about some of the differences and similarities in, in Bananas and Blode. And she begins it by... Um, she begins it by answering the question I asked her is uh, what bananas means to her. Bananas means to me like the creating is still going on in Lamert. <laughs> I mean, I wish Project Blood was still going, but there's so much um, animosity going against like all of the big heads. And, you know, I wish they could just come in and show some of these younger cats really how they should be serving a mic because Bananas has that new youthful feeling right. of hunger for the artists and creating. Um, and I'm just happy somebody's carrying it on. I'm glad Verbs is carrying it on and like keeping Lamert alive and relevant because LA Weekly has done, uh, not even LA Weekly, as well as uh, Los Angeles Times has done write-ups on Bananas as well. So I know what Kyle's doing here is uh, it's important for the community as well as important for the artists. And so kids end up coming to stuff like this and connected with communities this way. What do you think it does for them? Oh, man, it gives them a whole new light. They open up their eyes to see, like, for one, just to see people of color, of all color, coming together and not tripping on each other. And then two, people of color that have drive determination of the creative style like you and a whole different outlook on life than you do so hopefully it exposes them to something that will expand their minds and i think it does do that it does expand the minds of the uh the youth that are coming there now they're getting exposed to different styles and different ways of doing things it was the same thing for me when i came to the blow for the first time i was coming from chicago and i knew some of the artists through uh, music that they had released so artists like ac alone and abstract rude whose uh, music had come out on major labels and uh, it had made its way to me in Chicago. And um, I heard them talk about the Project Blowed. So uh, when I got to L.A., even when I was just visiting in high school, I would just go to the Blowed. And, and I was amazed at just how far um, those guys were pushing rap styles then. Um, I was from Chicago and the value system of rapping in Chicago was very much based around a punchline. Um, and being humorous. And a lot of that, of course, still exists in my style to this day. Um, but out here in Los Angeles, especially at the Project Blow, there was a real emphasis on trying to rap in the most 
original styles possible. So that meant being very adventurous with cadences and um, and patterns. So it was a lot more about how the rap sounded and trying to be innovative with it than than um, than having the most fiery content um, in a given verse or a given uh, freestyle. Um, and I think that's what's happening today too, because there's not a lot of real innovation happening on the mainstream level. So when kids come to bananas, they see some of us old heads around there now doing things. I think they get inspired and they get shown that you can still do things differently and push the culture forward. And then I talked to the man himself, Verbs. Uh, I had him over at my place the next day, and we sat down on my couch and we talked about bananas and blowed and um him and his career he's a fascinating guy uh he lives his life in a very in the moment fashion and um i can't ever be surprised if i see him anywhere in the city of los angeles everybody knows him everybody loves him um he's a real positive force uh in la and has really been um instrumental in keeping keeping things connected out here hip-hop wise and here it is. Um, this is my conversation with Verbi S, LA's own. Um, and uh, this is Secret Skin. Hey. It was funny. Okay, because uh, so Kendrick Lamar was there last night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and when Kendrick came out and started taking pictures with everybody, Yoni didn't really know what was up with her. He was like, Yoni's like, why is everybody taking pictures? <laughs> and, uh, and I pointed out, I'm like, it's Kendrick Lamar over there. He's like, off oh, real man, I just want to get him in a cipher. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, "I drop like five hundred on him." Yeah, he kept saying, saying, like five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I give him a hundred right now. I got five hundred on deck. I just give him a hundred. A hundred. He was so for real. He about was. It, like, like he was saying it in earshot. Like I'm like, damn, is this? A, you know what I mean? Is something bad about to happen right now? Man, it was it was it was nutty though. But that was um. That's crazy, man. Yeah, like he j- it just happened. Like one dude was like, "Yo, Kendrick Lamar's here." Oh yeah. man, I'm going on next, right? I'm like, "Yeah, dog, chill out." Like, <laughs> yeah, you are. It's cool. So I get in there and um, yeah, I see him. The homie's like, "Yo, this K dot." And I was like, "Oh, what's up, man?" Verbs. I was like, "Yo, I met you through Merce." He was like, "Yeah, I remember your face." And I was like, "Yeah, thanks for coming out, man. Check it out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like all I talked to him. I didn't want to like you know. Yeah, no, for so sure. So I started whispering. I went to Phase. I was like, "Hey, Phase, Kendrick Lamar." <laughs> I was like, "Hey, hey, Ray, it's Kendrick Lamar." <laughs> and then, so then, like you know, I was doing it to the select homies, right. and then I just wanted to see like yeah, see the reaction. Yeah. everybody see yeah. Then he went up to Henry Canyons at the end of his set and like got his number and stuff. That's tight and then after that i saw people really noticing it was yeah. going down i saw him walk in and just since bananas is on that corner and we've been on that corner for you know years i was like i know that face but i'm thinking that's just that one and i'm like oh shit yeah like he looked like he could be like <laughs> exactly like, like, oh it's the random homie like yeah like, <laughs> exactly because you know? he just walked in so smooth i'm like i'm like oh wow you know what i mean it was it was kind of nutty, dude. It was kind of nutty thing to to uh, to have unfolded the spot. I mean, do y'all have? I mean, you've been doing this for how long? How long have you been doing bananas? Six, almost seven years. I don't even know when we really started. For real. I know you were on one of like the, the first, one of, like yeah, one of like it might have like, been like, the like, first. Or I don't second. think it was the first one. It was like I think it was like the second or the third yeah, one. Yeah, like mad long ago. And I was sitting in that room last night and just thinking about man how many times i've been in there for how many different kinds of things like being there for the bloat being there for like little conferences and yeah, community yeah. meetings i've been in there doing yoga when i first moved to la <laughs> Dang, you know what i mean so was like that's fine that room you know what i mean like it's just it's I, i've had so many different types of experiences there you know what i mean like i met um the night i met my wife it was, was at this was, conference. It was there? No, it was at this conference. Oh. We met at the conference, but then the after party to the conference was at Chaos. Oh, shit. So we got to know each other in that room. You That's know what I mean? Crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Damn, and then that on top of like just your rap relationships. Exactly. Like, exactly. Damn. I mean, you making money off bananas now? I mean, now? barely. Like, That's tight. I, yeah, I mean, like I give money. All the money goes to like people. That's what I would but, imagine. There's so many know, acts. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I imagine someone only pay someone fools only ask me for gas money right. at this point. I'm yeah. like, I'm trying to maximize where this <laughs> shit's going. Right. How do you how do you book people for bananas? Um, man, I just gotta, gotta keep my ear to the internet. Okay. And then like you know, just going out in L.A. too. I meet a bunch of fools and. 
I get hella emails from the bananas email or the Facebook group or Twitter or DM people, so people who's just like, yo, you, open slots, yo, open slot, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I was wondering how I can get booked. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. So. And then, like, I mean, how do you or do you prepare them? Because it's a different kind of show than any other show. Like, yeah, do you talk to them about how it is? Nah, I kind of just be like, yeah, just come through. Word. <laughs> <laughs> what time am I going? I'm like, what time you want to go on? <laughs> like, that's like, yeah. And then it's like, the day of, I just kind of like, all right. I just write out the times, like, all right, 10, 15, 10, 30. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you, you done for this? And then, like, I do it. And, um, yeah, I know if I, like, I could probably maximize it if I, like, got organized. But I just, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um organize it how because i don't even understand what that would what that would be like you know what i mean just i guess like getting the schedule getting the schedule and the flyer done like two weeks in advance oh, okay okay that i see type what you mean. I see. but i mean but I even just, if you don't it's still yeah i just throw it together and, and, yeah. and honestly like i mean i know you wouldn't want like double the people around there you know what i mean it, that'd be crazy nah, like, it would yeah, get out of yeah. control it's already like a crowd I, I already don't i already don't like i book so many people yeah. I, I keep trying to cut it down but then it's always like a homie from back in the day like hey yo can i get on this month uh-huh. hey yo hey yo and i'm like fuck and i'm like fuck then i be forgetting <laughs> people sometimes i'm oh. like fuck so then like yeah most of the bill be like people I've been supposed to put on for like months, right? Because it it's, it's day yeah, turn, so that, time. yeah. So it's like it's been like that for a while, and I kind of wish I kind of wish I had more like curative freedom because back in the day, it was really me putting together like a boutique experience. Right. But now it's just like, oh yeah, I got you this month. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh-huh. it strays away from what I want to do, but it still turns out tight. So what uh do you? How long do you see yourself want to do that? You know what? Only like another year. Or so. Really? Yeah. So we're yeah. looking at the last, I'm, like, like I'm, the last days of it. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm ready to like. I mean, I'm either gonna stop it or just like pass it to K Solar or something. Uh-huh. Or I just want somebody to, because I feel like if I stop it, no one's gonna do it. What do you feel like? Because when I'm at Bananas, like I was at Bananas last night, like I get that real sensation of like, man, it feels enough like the blow where like it just feels like natural you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. It just, and it's different it's very different you know what i mean but it's still mm-hmm. it's like it's got a, a lot of the same uh feeling you know what i mean in terms of the energy do you feel like it fits in to that lineage you know um, you know, I I be hoping like people will look at it as an extension of the blog. Yeah. But then I feel like some fools probably be like, oh, that's that weird trendy black people thing with the mm-hmm. weird and the, and, they, and the white friends. Like I feel like I feel like I get some of that energy from older kids too. But a lot of I mean, people come up to me all the time like, hey man, good shit, you yeah. keeping this shit alive, right. blah 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 blah. So you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm from the blood, so right. it's the extension of the blood. I really you know? do feel like it is, because I mean, even for some some old head to say that, it's like when the blood was popping, it was young, weird, black kids. Yeah. I mean, it was a little more of the time, you know what yeah, I mean? But it was yeah. still the weird kids at the time, and it yeah, was true. And, it, and it was popping. So, and and when stuff is popping in the hood, of course, white people is coming to check it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't have that place filled up with all black people. Like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, hope they're yeah. not selling you that lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just crips, essays, backpackers. Yeah, just only all, three types of people in there. <laughs> and all peaceful all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? I say one for my niggas in Gurney Jaws. Say two for my niggas who heard the song. Play video games in the early morn. And wake up and go to work with curls and saw nappy. Lit in them, yeah. Pockets with no rent in them. I make songs for them niggas who better live above the rim. Working for a room in a house that isn't theirs. Facing eviction in the light. Flicking now when you down Feel you, understand you trying to get your life figured out See you on the road to riches, clothes and bitches If that's what you think is success, you don't need it Happiness is only what you define Trying to find yourself, it takes some time, homie Stay diligent on your climb and keep on being you who is Verbs? We're gonna get existential Okay, yeah man <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a rapper I'm a bike hero, ninja. <laughs> I'm a promoter, yeah, a curator, uh-huh. and yeah, I'm a professional hanger outer. That's, that's <laughs> one of my yeah. That's what I do, really. I mean, you get paid to hang out? Nah, I mean, kinda. <laughs> do drugs count? I don't know. You <laughs> like, tell me. <laughs> you gotta tell me, man. Tell me about Death LA. Oh, yeah. Tell me about. <laughs> tell me about that. 
Yeah, man. Like I know it's really you, funny. I know Flacco. <laughs> I know Alpha, <laughs> and I know y'all rap it, but oh. I don't really all the way know what it is. <laughs> Nobody knows. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like so, you know, I was like, I'm like heavy in the bike culture out yeah, here, the bike sure. community. Mm-hmm. So I was hanging out with my homie Troy Herrera, and he's this short dude. He rides a tall bike. He's from a crew called the Angelopes, and okay. they make freak bikes. Okay. So um, Troy, he's like, you know, I'm really good at making things, man, and I'm tired of my old friend group. I'm just going to hang in downtown. I'm going to call it Death L.A. So it's me, Troy, and my homie Mikey Wally, and um, you know, and Flacco. Yeah. And we're at my homie Mikey Wally's house. So Troy just started riding Death L.A., and then Mikey started just saying, like, yeah, and I'm chilling in Death L.A. So then... Flacco took what my two weird, like, hipster white homies said, and he started hashtagging it and, right. like, kind of, like, treating it like a quasi-gang. Right. Like, like right. death on mine. Death on mine. Then we, we, we all started saying, sus has been around. Right. But we just kind of, like, repurposed the word yeah, and started sure. saying, like, man, it's sus. Like, yeah, I'm about to just sus on in here. Got me a little <laughs> susser. Like, you know, so. It's every, you can use it in any kind <laughs> yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah. It it's like how Cash Money had Wody yeah. or something. You know what I mean? So. In my mind, it's like a quasi Project Mayhem thing Word. of just, I don't even know, man, nightlife, partying, anything. Just like, because everything comes into the hat. We're like 6,000 some posts deep on Instagram. Damn. And you could just like go and just see the timeline. So it's like a hell of a brand now. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like Flacco started making hoodies uh-huh. and he was selling them for like 40. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, yeah. It's tight. It's like a loot. It's just a brand, really. I mean, so I mean, that's it's it's a brand, it's a movement, um, it's something you're a part of, it's something that's incorporated into the things you do. Um, you know, we we rock together in Hellfire Club, swim team, you know, all of that. Like, is there something in you that you kind of like are, uh, feel compelled to like be in a community? You know what I mean? Like being a being a, in in, a, in groups with people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I just want to belong, man. Huh. So anytime, any chance I get to, to belong to something, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Like I was a part of this collective called the FMOY, the family. They yeah, used to do yeah, yeah they yeah. used to do bike rides and shows and shit. So like yeah, yeah, I'm just like a you know, I'm like. Like Wolverine, he's on like a million he's teams. On the team. he's on like, team. <laughs> I'm on X Force now. Now I'm with the Avengers. Now I'm over here with these niggas in space for some reason. <laughs> no, like you know, just everywhere. So, do yeah. you ever feel like one thing needs to be like a like a main thing or something, or you feel like? Yeah, sure, but I don't. I don't know. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, feel. verbs is the main thing, right? Yeah, maybe I. Yeah, sometimes I do think I need to drop all this extra shit and just have like a, a strategical focus, but. Then I feel like I'll lose my like, my um, my oomph. Uh, what is what is where's the oomph come from? I don't know, man. I just like I don't like staying at home. Right. I don't like being by myself. Right. So I think that's why I like party all the time. Huh. Cause like when I'm by myself, I get depressed and I get then I start to hate what I'm doing. Ugh. But when I'm out with homies, it's like oh shit, yeah. Like, like you just in the moment. Camaraderie, friends, yeah, yeah. Huh. rapping, oh, hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. But you feel like you feel like maybe that's costing you something in terms of your own personal. Oh, growth. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. I'm like, I'm yeah. Then, then when I get alone and I'm not out, I'm like, fuck my raps. Uh, what am I doing? Fuck. Uh, all I'm doing is worrying about putting on bananas. Uh, it's like uh, it's like I taking a backseat to help everybody else's career except mine. Damn. And that's how I feel sometimes. But um. You know, I'm taking steps to get out of that. I mean, it's interesting too, though, because that might be the case. But then, like, so much of this business is relationships too. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows you, dude. Like, yeah, everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The personal brand, I guess, is like hella strong exactly, in the streets. Exactly. Exactly. It's not hella. I mean, people are like, oh yeah, yeah he kind of raps, but he's more so. He's just a homie. Like, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, like. Come host our event. I'm like, all right. So <laughs> I feel like I'm like mad skills are like big Tigger. Okay. You know, I feel like, like you're I'm, the host. I didn't make myself. What up, y'all? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you want me to freestyle? It's nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what a conundrum. It's race that we come from. Open up the knowledge. Show me a vast wisdom. Fuck a color complex and a caste system. Effeminate the image. Womanize the woman. We doing it for them. Perpetuating stereotypes. And they are taking abortion. Laughing. Damn, uh, nigga, the rich stay rich and the poor get Jesus. Win, win, win. Uh, 
You still study 5% stuff? I read I read from the author, Supreme Understanding, a lot. Okay. Yeah, he had these, this book called How to Hustle and Win and How to Hustle and Win Part 2. So, yeah, I'd be reading that. It's what just is, funny and hilarious. Uh, what is what is 5%? Um, like, do, you, do you see yourself as 5%er? Oh, no. Okay. Not by any means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too many white friends for that. I, yeah, no, I, it's, it's so real. It's so real that people. you say that because so real. Because um, <laughs> when I was in college... Two of my closest homies. One of them's name was Supreme Allah, <laughs> and the other one was was his name is King. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like my dudes, and um, dudes I rap with, dudes I hung with every day, and um, I was I started to peruse the the lessons, and yeah. I thought a lot of it was really interesting. But when and they broke down the math to me, and they told me like number six, you know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> like like they like. You know, and how it says like white people can't get past number six. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's bogus. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I'm all about this pro black shit, but I ain't about anti nobody. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I'm all about like, exactly. oh yeah, manifest. I'm a god. Do right. whatever I want. Melanin, swag, whatever. But then like when it's like, <laughs> like I don't know, like pork. I can understand why pork is whack. But it's like white people just suck. I mean, you know. <laughs> Many many times, yes, they suck. But I mean, like, not all of them. But sometimes black people suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes. yeah, dude, like, everybody can suck. But they fools are so hardcore on Yo, some like, for real. Like, nah. you, like, no, you, you the devil. Like, like, like you. But what did I do? Like, it doesn't matter. It's like, so I mean, do you do you have a belief system, man? Um, you know. Not really. I okay. mean, I don't know, man. I like to just read shit that I read. Like, I don't believe in Jesus Christ. Like, mm-hmm. I believe he existed, but I do, I do not believe he's waiting right. to appear and, you know, <laughs> shake my hand and stuff. Um, you know, I believe the Christ came in many forms. Like, all these things we pray to, like, these are all, like, enlightened individuals who are here. And I believe, like, you're the... That's why I fuck with 5% and stuff, because I believe, like, you're the you're the change you want to see. You right. are the God that you want to pray to. Because right. it's all in your control at the end of the day, because uh-huh. we're in these bodies. So, yeah, basically, yeah, I don't believe in Christmas. I don't believe in... I, a lot of... Sh- I mean, I've, I've read the backstories of all these things, so yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this yeah. country sucks. These religions <laughs> suck. Everything kind of sucks. You kind of <laughs> just got to exist in it and play the game, you know? Right. Where do you... um? Like, is there is there a place in the industry where you feel like that? You know what I mean? Like uh, a level where you feel like you should you should be or you trying to get to next in terms of like you know verbs and verbs is music. Man, I want to be like you know like boutique rapper guy. Uh-huh. Like, yo, fader, it's nothing. Right, filter. I'm chilling. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm somewhere in the double XL, like independent report. Like, you know. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to, you know, just have a just real career, like you know, tour, like go to Europe, you know what I mean, like uh, yeah, just stuff like that. I mean, plus I want to do more with my like with my drawings and stuff too, like you know, because I know it's about branding and just having things with a logo on it to right. sell, basically. Yeah, 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 so, sure. yeah, that's kind. of, I just want to just keep sharpening the sword and break out of this local bubble because mm. I feel like I'm like kind of trapped in like a local guy bubble. Uh, is it? Is it? Does it? You feel like it's anything holding you back from like? It's just me. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's all it is, man. I mean, you know, I could say a lot of things are holding me back, but at the end of the day, I mean, I know what I have to do to get out of this, and you know, I, I feel like I'm just like you know, I'm kind of just going through the motions and just like training to be the next level of me. You know what I mean? Uh, what's the next level you like? Um, you know, have my own spot have like stuff on itunes and spotify word like you know doing paid features like still doing bigger events like you know i still be down to do something in a bananas type capacity or even like hosting like if fools i mean yeah i'd love to be the host guy if it was like paying hella money are you working on anything right now yeah man um these dudes named lollipop records hollered at me to put out a tape type so like you know I have so much shit floating on people's computers. I'm, I'm just gonna try to just pull Imagine. something together, get that out. But then after that's just gonna be like a drop in the pond. Uh-huh. And then um, I have all these collabs. I want to centralize, clean up my band camp, uh-huh. and just make it like you know, so it's not like oh, 18 things. Oh right. shit, what the hell? I want to you know start, put out right? like these are just the B side project. Yeah. This is the little lollipop one off, and then have like 
the caress, like, boom, what's up? All my chicks with the hips, splitting thighs at the seams. You ain't thick, baby girl, just realize that you queen. All my niggas with no job and no self-esteem. Keep gripping your own pen, filling your own dreams. Cause stakes is high. And filling me on seems unattainable when you ain't containing up no cream. Take steps, take breaths, told your goal and go fast. If we're trying to hold the world, all the golden so pass. Wanna learn how to rhyme, better learn how to add. Most you up. Born and raised in LA. Yeah, born and raised. I was born in Hollywood. And I moved to Culver City when I was nine years old. It's like eight, no, eight years old, like 21 years ago. What does Culver City mean to you? Yeah. Ed Dog, Ed Dog trip out, fool. That's what it means to me. That's so crazy. It don't mean that to a lot of people. It can't mean that to me. And I've lived here, I've lived here, maybe about four years, I think, soon. Yeah. I lived over here. Because you live in like the nice, like, it's like a, this is like the nice, this is where like I used to go to this library over here. This is like nice Culver City. It's, I mean, is how much of Culver City is not nice? It's just the little section I live in. Yeah, that little, that little, little strip section of is not over there. really Culver City. Technically, it's L.A. Oh, it's, so they just left like a street a, out of the... Yeah, <laughs> I think it maybe it used to be Culver City. Is Culver City is the address in the mail. Yeah. But for it's the weirdest loophole. Past that freeway is L.A. Damn. That's why I couldn't go to Culver High. But the gang over there that's been there since the 70s is called Culver City Boys Culver City 13. So that is the Mexican hood. Okay. So that's why when I say Culver City is like, eh, dog, because that's why I grew up with like hella Mexicans and hella like, there was hella minorities in those projects. It was like Cambodians. I didn't know what a Cambodian was. I was like, you guys are like my color. You guys are black. <laughs> nah, we're from Cambodia. Like, what's that? <laughs> like, I thought, I thought brown equals black. I didn't know. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, and, and I remember that, you know, that time when you were in Flacco, like, you know, in front of your place. Yeah, that's 2012. Yeah, yeah, you got shot. The homie from Long Beach got shot. That shit was crazy, man. I mean, it's like right in front of your crib. Like, yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. I mean, did you ever see any more incidents because of that? Or Oh, uh, lately, there's been a lot more. Uh, an old black dude died in the projects recently. Uh, and then, like, there's been a couple shootings, man. And the Culver City Project, it's pretty much just that strip, right? Yeah, like, it's like a, you know, it's a big. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a big project, like. Yeah, I mean, like that a park that's over there. Is that in that too? There's a park in the in the middle. Okay, there's a park in the middle of it, and there's a boys and girls club. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't really realize all of that was part of that same system. Yeah, man. You know, there's low key a mural that Ben helped paint in there. Low key little sidebar. He was like, "Oh yeah, I did a mural in there." I was like, Thanks, "You're man. just the best." He's the Dos Equis, man. Like, <laughs> he does everything, dude. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, it's pretty crazy. What is what does L.A. mean to you as a whole, outside of just Culver City? What does L.A. mean to you? It's a, um, it's it's you know it's a big world filled with tiny worlds that are also big. Mm-hmm. It's like a Venn diagram. Bunch I look at it like a hell of Venn diagrams because I'm, I feel like I'm like a person that traverses to all these worlds, right, right? More so than maybe there's some other people I know who are kind of like scene hoppers, but I, I'm like a super traverser. I'm about to say because if it's anybody that does it more than you, I need to meet him. I don't. Even I mean, you know, like I feel like you know, I feel like I'm a lot similar to like uh, um, Subtitle because uh. he was, he kind of has, has led a life similar to me. And you know, people, other people have told me that, and then he was like, "Yeah, fool, you remind me of me." You know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, "Yeah, I can see that." Crev. So yeah, <laughs> Crev, dog, Crev, like, <laughs> just like, yeah. Um, yeah, Los Angeles, it's tight. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any good? Do you have a good swim team memory? Man, you know my favorite one. I think we opened up for EPMD or some shit at the Crash Mansion. No, we that was brand new. Being oh, right? man, same thing. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I think um, I don't know who was with me. It might have been out for a sad, but we went into their room and we like stole their alcohol. That's so funny. This like super young rapper thing. That's, like we know, gonna just get drunk. Like and you know, and, then, and that was that's so crazy. How many of us? I mean, I never did that because I was a little older than all of y'all. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So like, I was a little too grown to be like doing like the like, super scroungy about to shit. Get me kicked out. <laughs> but, but you know, but I remember from them days. Like yeah. Us as a swim team, a uh, customer service like that used to be the deal. Like <laughs> we get they, we get booked for a show and then they go find somebody else's alcohol, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, take it and drink it. Like not like we was getting paid, right? So like yeah. Troubadour, we'd be notorious at the Troubadours. Yeah, All yeah. up in green rooms that don't <laughs> like make no wristbands. Ah, <laughs> you know? Like beer, that was so crazy. 
Man, I still I really like when we did the the pay dues. That was like that, that was, was a crazy that was dope, show, man. man. Just feeling that one. That was a crazy. Kid. It was so hot. I had so many clothes on. It was <laughs> the hottest. I was like, nah, hoodie, vest, <laughs> furry socks. Oh, no man. reason. I think I had on a very tight sleeveless shirt and a, and my captain hat. Was, <laughs> my hair was all out of control. Yeah, it was that shit was great. That was a crazy day. Do you still uh, do you still talk to Murrows a lot? Um, you know, I just texted him the other week because I saw his uh, he had a billboard in Lamert on a bench, and I was like, oh shit, you and Lamert, and then you know, just like some you know, how you been type yeah. stuff. But I haven't had a conversation with him in a minute. Huh. What was it like going on tour with him them couple times? Man, it was tight, man. He just seemed like one of the like looked like like one of my homies or like me, like yeah. hella old though, just yeah. like, you know. He had a hella like life lessons, like to care your teeth, verbs. Like <laughs> take care of your teeth. <laughs> yeah, he was like, You're gonna like appreciate that. <laughs> you can't be waking up drinking Red Bull and think in the morning and thinking that's cool. Like <laughs> And then he was like, You eating all this fried food, man? And I was a little heavier back then yeah. and he grabbed my waist, he was like you feel like a 40-year-old man, Burns. You got to get it together, bro. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Because he wanted them dudes to like run a mile every day on tour. Yeah, he's right? like a healthy dude. Yeah. yeah. But then sometimes he'll smoke cigarettes. But then like, <laughs> yeah, he's still a vegan for life, though. He don't eat no meat. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So like that was two national tours, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what would like the some of the highlights? Man, just of those? per diem. <laughs> so great. Like free money. What the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't used to shit like that. I, I was you. I was splurgy. I was just <laughs> buying all sorts of shit. Eating there yeah, pastrami sandwiches with a shake. Like just I was like uh, you know, like when you when you came from nothing and you have a little, which is very little, yeah. to be hyped about an underground rap tour. That's <laughs> that shows you perspective of what your life is. But I was that shit was great, man. I had sex with my first white girls on that tour. Oh, dude, bro. It was amazing. And he was like, and the first was, was clowning me. And he was like, oh, so now you know, right? Pink meet, huh? Okay. I remember when I was, I remember, I remember. He was like, yeah, I remember my first white girl. He's like, subtitle was there. I had to kick him out of the room. He kept trying to, and I was like, joke. I'm <laughs> Squad is Holly full of haters, me and Flacco pup trees like Bob Molly and the Whalers. Thick white girls, this mustard came from the cater. They got the ill vibes, they got the bay herb flavor. Oh, that's how I open up in these hot bars. I'm out of this world, nigga. Yeah, I'm something like I'm a Mark Clark. Ooh, I started rapping off the walls of Crenshaw. Back in the day, I called Adio the Burn Parkour. Picked up the times to blow niggas ran mouth in the darling part in my grand's mouth. On this marathon jog, I'm gonna stand out. Opportunities open up, it's a plus. Dope as fuck, and you rhyme like corner. That new town. Do you uh I mean when you when you when you date typically, is it usually black girls that you end up dating? Yeah, it's usually black girls, man. Like I don't know. I, I kinda like narrowed in, like I got the like the eclectic black girl game on lock. Like I, I, <laughs> they just come to me. I don't know. As I got older, it's like, oh, this is like the cool thing. Because that's honestly <laughs> what I was about to ask you. I mean, uh you being an eclectic person and and the black eclectic population not being like super vast you yeah. know what i mean like did you ever have problems like trying uh, to- nah man i mean after i mean devin was kind of like the she kind of turned me out to the weird black girls uh, remember devin she put you on yeah yeah, yeah. She, i mean <laughs> dating a weird black girl will put you on all sorts of white people shit too and then like <laughs> yeah. white people things because it's like it's kind of like dating a white girl that just has dreadlocks and it's not white at all. Right. Like, if that makes any sense to you, it's look, like... It makes a little sense to me. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, obviously, yeah. it makes like, a little... Wait a minute. This is so tight. You know what like, I mean? What? Talk so educated. Like, we watch, we watch a lot of FX in my house. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We ain't, you know, we're not really watching BET like that. We all, like, you know... I know all about Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Like, yeah, all sorts you of know, black, my wife, white my movies. my wife's favorite television show is the damn Golden Girls, man. Oh, that's like, for, like, when it's like... You know, when it's her, you know, we take turns. That's her one-on-one? That's her go-to. Like, her you go go-to. in the back, you, like, make no, a beat. No, She's I mean, like... you know, actually, it's one of the few things she, she put on that I can, I like, too, because it's funny, like... You know, there's a, there's a bunch of, old, like, you know, four white women cracking jokes. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, tight, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, I've dated all sorts of races, but for the most part, you know, it's been black girls, but, yeah, all sorts of men. Like, there was a moment where I was only dating, like, bike rider girls. Yeah. That, that's a whole demographic. That could be of various races. and You ever see yourself settling down? 
Yeah, I have a girlfriend right now, actually. I don't even know. Yeah, man. Okay. Her name is Loretta. She was here last she's night. From, then, she yeah. was. She was. Oh, okay. Her name is Loretta. She's so black. <laughs> she's like she goes to Bible study, which is the wow. cu- cutest thing ever. Like what? <laughs> People do that? Like, like she hardcore goes to Bible study. Like you're reading five percent. I didn't shit. even get turned off. I was just like, that's cute. Like, all right, that, I want to. I'm gonna do this black so, thing. I gotta go full in. I mean, so she's <laughs> not really on the eclectic tip. Nah, she is though. Okay. She, she has ultra style, and she listens to great hip hop. Like she. We'll be in a car. She'll be mouthing like Nas lyrics. She'll be knowing MF Doom stuff. Oh, like tight. she knows like good rap. And she put me on the Childish Gambino. I'm like, oh, I love this guy. I yeah. was hating on him just cause this nigga's amazing. <laughs> he's like, he's like, like he's like a bunch of rappers in one dude. He's like a perfect cell of niggas. Like, uh. yeah, he has all sorts of styles. Okay. But she hates it. Drake, and I think that's tight. I love Drake. So it's like, <laughs> I think but she's cool. like, he's just so soft. I'm like, this nigga's a great songwriter. Yeah, yeah, I just I, don't I, like his voice. <laughs> but she <laughs> like Childish Gambino. Yeah, voice. and he's that's kind of a diet Drake for lack of better. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> you know, I mean, not, not taking away from the dude. He's That's a great guy. <laughs> funny. Oh, she prefers the diet version. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. The neutral sweet. That's funny, oh, man. man. Well, dude, that's 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 a pretty good talk, man. Um, you got anything you want to tell the people? I know you got. You know, there's a couple things you always tell everybody. Oh, drink water. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stay hydrated. And, yeah. um, you know, arm, leg, leg, arm, and I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, damn, okay. You really went there. <laughs> Don't believe in mystery gods. Take it easy. <laughs> That's what's up. I mean, any anything that they should look for for you? Uh, I mean, yeah, show them, you know, the band camp, all of that. Yeah, you know verbs.bandcamp.com, thevagabondon.tumblr.com if you want to take a trip down memory lane, if you want to dig up my archives. Verbs is the homie SoundCloud. Verbs is the homie music on Facebook. And Verbs is the homie Twitter. Verbs is the homie is Googleable. There you go. You can, you can find me on Reddit. People like hate me on Reddit. I think that's <laughs> kind of cool. Why? Man, this is, I so do weird. mad hate on Reddit, that bro. Because I just got onto the Reddit hype and I was like, yo, let me just like search me. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> the one dude was like, oh, yeah, I know Kyle. I hate his rap name, Verbs, but his songs are okay. And Damn. another fool was like, other fool, yeah, it, it's all sorts of just random, like subtle salt. It's yeah. not like, I'm like, damn, tight. At least I'm on there. Damn. At least. The Reddit soft hate. Yeah, G list rap, baby. I go on the G list. Oh my god, down there. I mean, that's what you know. And and just to bring it all around, I think that's what tripped me out about last night more than anything. Because I'm like, you know, I'm there. I'm interviewing people. I'm so aloof because I'm at home. Like that corner is like home to me. Yeah, I feel like. That's my zone. I feel I don't fuck who's doing anything there. I feel welcome. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Let alone yeah, like yeah. you know you doing that and it's and it, it becoming successful as it has. And I feel like I'm now I'm on my family. Everybody I'm seeing it's like yo what up what up what up and then it's like Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I it's like, like oh shit. It's like we all kind of FG list, <laughs> Jesus E list, and then. And then <laughs> it's Jesus. Wait a minute, that's, that's like the number Christ one. Has arrived. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's just, it's just, ah, oh, just, it's one of those things because I had this moment where, because I'm sitting here, recorder, this recorder, these yeah. mics in my hand, interviewing people. And I had this moment like, oh man, maybe I should try to see if I can interview him. And then, and then I had, you know, my next thought was, what? how much negative shit have I said about Kendrick? Have you? Not, not like. But it's not like you're number one, like, yeah, nigga. Right. It's it, it's like it's not like I've slandered. Mm. But when I really thought about it, I was like, damn, I have said I have said some things about Kendrick. Probably two or three tweets where mm. I was where it was like, obviously in my mind, I never really thought I would meet this person. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I've I've done that like the from afar hate when I'm cause I'm like, doesn't affect me. Right. <laughs> and and it tripped me out like, oh damn, that's right. We all we all right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm. it just put me in this mindset like, man, I got to be way better about that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like know. not really, you know, because. The I'm, internet is not a shield. <laughs> it ain't. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm judging people based on two, three levels of hype that, you know, it's like, let's say it was you in that position, right? Mm. What I'm looking at ain't necessarily coming from you. You know what I mean? It's coming from your management. 
and your publicist. Yeah, because the real person is probably super like, what up? But yeah, like, but know. then, but then, you know, and then you, it, it was, it was so interesting to see him, low key, walk into a spot, be there, chill, walk out of the spot. Because then, I, and I thought about like, in my head, I like, I, I don't know that dude. I see him how he gets put in videos or how he gets put. You know what I mean? On Saturday yeah. Night Live and Black Contacts and you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is some weird ego monster dude. Oh no. I'm falling for the hype. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. I'm I'm the public perception. You know what I mean? And like it, it really that that had this really strong ding in the head last night. Like, oh yeah, let me not do that. Man, the I, I got a quick I got a Kendrick story. Uh huh. Remember, I was on tour with Murs, yeah. and then like you know, the last show of the tour is at the House of Blues, and it was like no can Murs. Yeah, I was supposed to open up last minute. I get taken off, and um, Murs had told me about Kendrick before. Like, yeah, you heard of this dude named Kendrick K dot. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I, I got kicked off that show, and Black Kendrick opened up, and Black Hippie came out, and I was so salty. I was like. Kendrick Lamar, who the fuck is it? This guy's a real name. What <laughs> fuck this shit, man? And then it's where the years later, I was like, damn, Merz is like one of the illest A and R's. He'd yeah. be on the waves way before they crack. And then yeah, and then yeah, that shit was crazy, man. And then I started really started listening to music. I'm like, oh, this fool is tight, man. Yeah. I was just hating because I couldn't open up on that show. Uh, and you know, that's what you know, and that's the thing. I, I've noticed that about myself too. Like I'll have one kind of negative experience it may not even be direct but it's like you feel like somebody gets something that you should have got or something like that and it really yeah. does it turns you off like uh, who did this person think they are and it'll put that distance between you and really being able to look at what they do with some objectivity mm, you know yeah, I mean? yeah and so i try to work on that too because i mean i i i i used to write about music before i was ever really seriously like okay player board guy. I mean, no, I, I actually I used to use, I used to review albums for this uh this wrestling website that also had this music section. Yeah. I used to just they used to send me PR used to send me uh, albums to review and I'd be so negative sometimes. You know what I mean? And it's like, damn, I couldn't even imagine uh thinking the thoughts that I was thinking then now that I kinda understand the business way more. I understand yeah. like the weight of these words, like you know, it's this is somebody's livelihood, and it ain't always necessarily about like my personal taste. You know what I mean? It's about kind of understanding what somebody's trying to do, and it may not be for me. Yeah. But like, you know, it's just you know being negative, putting that shit out in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, just and it, it all kind of just wrapped up last night. Like, oh, let me just never say anything bad about anybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what I mean? the story. Stop hating, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. The only person I'm gonna still hate is LeBron James, and, and everybody else. Everybody else gonna be cool with from now on. That's my word to the people. I have yeah. one dude I'm gonna hate left, and that's it. Oh yeah. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that was my interview with Verb S from my couch, uh, about half a mile away from where he lives, in Culver City. Sunny, shiny Culver. City, walk your dogs with impunity. It says that on a sign down the street. It does. I'll take a picture of it. I just took a picture of it. I didn't say I was going to show you the picture. Conversation got a little locker room at the end there with him talking about the races of the women he was having sex with on tour. Um, usually don't support that kind of talk. And, um... Not even sure putting it in there shows support for it in any kind of way. But I thought it was important leaving because I thought it set up the bit at the end. Um, where we're talking about races and uh, it got interesting enough for me to keep, I thought. Maybe you didn't think so. Maybe you care about it a lot. You want to write a letter to the editor. Well, don't. Actually, if you want, it's cool. Um. Write me at all times at omebooking at gmail.com. Um, I will open that email. I will uh, click the thing that puts it in the secret skin box that I mine for ideas later um, that I forget to credit people for. Sorry. Anyway, this is Secret Skin. Go rate me on iTunes or subscribe or something and rate and review. Click stars. Uh write nice things tell people about the show uh if you're in la this friday i am at the echo park rising festival 
for uh, for free dollars, free dollars all day for free dollars, zero dollars. Um, we can get down there. Um, the song I will leave you with is a Daedalus remix of my song Nightmares. Um, I definitely put this out over the internet before, but you haven't heard it. I know you haven't. Look me in my eyes and tell me you heard it. Look. See? Couldn't do it. You're a bad liar. Anyway, I'm Open Mike Eagle. And my skin is a secret. I went to bed at midnight. And then the clock said one, two, three. Go ahead and close your eyelids. And then tell me what you see. Because every word that comes through me. The word was born in the nightmare. Oh, my God.